Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Navigating Life Abroad podcast. I am your host, Ashley Liliana. As we know, life does not stop when you move or live abroad. This podcast is a space where we can come together to share our advice, experiences, and stories as we navigate life abroad. Today's episode is one of those crossover episodes I mentioned in episode one. You can watch the visual version and the shorter version of this episode on my YouTube channel. Or you can stick around here on the Navigating Life Abroad podcast and listen to the longer audio version. In this episode, I will be sharing one of the most transformative travel experiences in my life. That of course happens to be one of my living abroad experiences. This idea of transformative travel, how travel changes us, isn't really something I always thought about. It's something that kind of was introduced to me by a fellow Latina and actually travel blogger that I follow on Instagram. And she was kind of the one who put this idea in my head of taking a look at my travel experiences. For me in particular, they were my living abroad experiences. And how did I change because of these experiences that I had? If I'm honest, when I was living abroad in Chile, when I went on my first solo trip in Bali, which were two of my transformative travel experiences, I didn't really think about an intention. I didn't really think about what was the purpose of my trip, what I wanted to get out of my trip. I really wasn't intentional in that regard. It wasn't until late last year, as a result of many things that I've alluded to, I think, on my YouTube channel and also a little bit in the first episode, I started to look at my travel experiences. I've had the opportunity, the privilege to be able to dedicate and and be loyal to this dream of traveling in the way that I felt that was the most authentic to me. And the experiences that I've had really have impacted me. And the reason why I realized that I needed to sort of reflect and think about my experiences was because when I was preparing for my living abroad experience, that is the one I'm currently living, moving to Barcelona, I started to realize that the person who had left to go to Bali, the person who had traveled, the person who had left to go to Chile wasn't the same person that was preparing to move abroad to Barcelona. The things that used to excite me about travel, about moving abroad, almost couldn't find that same excitement or weren't the things that were exciting to me this time around. As a person whose identity was kind of wrapped in this living abroad, expat, global citizen, whatever you want to call it, the person who traveled, the friend, the family member. I struggled a little bit with realizing that the things that I made me me, if you will, were no longer things I, I associated myself with or even liked. And so that's kind of what pushed me to start looking back and reflect on my other experiences that changed me. And this particular episode that is on also my YouTube channel was inspired by one of my journal entries that was written a year after I left Chile. And it really made me look back, not just on the first year that I lived because I lived there for a year, then there was a pandemic, and then I went back for six months. It takes a look at Chile as a whole, the year and a half that I was living there. And I wanted to look and kind of see, you know, who was the person before I left Who was I during this experience and who was I after along with other questions as well that I asked myself to kind of 
have a better understanding of, you know, who I am as a person, who I am as a traveler, who do I want to be, if you will, and who do I also want to be as a as a traveler, as someone who loves to travel, that has been part of my identity for such a long time, how does that look like for me moving forward? I started kind of getting into this idea of transformative travel. How do certain experiences, travel experiences, change us? And that is why for me, this topic, this theme is really important to discuss on this podcast because living abroad is one of those experiences that will change you. It just will. There is no getting around that. And the first time I did it, I wasn't, like I mentioned, intentional. I didn't really think about how I changed. And when I returned home back to New York City, I had a really hard time getting back into the rhythm of things. And even when I went back to New York in 2015, I believe, when I returned from Bali and my travels after that, I struggled very much to find the rhythm of life again. It's because in this year or two for however long it is that you're living abroad and then you do decide to go back to, you know, the city that you were born in, your home city, your home country, a lot of things sometimes change and they don't change. And the people who have known you for a long time, your friends, your family, sometimes they think or they treat you as if you're the same person, but you've had this whole experience, this whole life experience, and you change completely. And kind of integrating yourself back into that life and trying to find that flow can be very difficult because if you don't know how you've changed, if you don't know how the experience has impacted you, going back to something that is familiar or home, that adjustment period is even more difficult than it already is. And so the idea behind this topic, including it in the podcast and even including it in my YouTube channel, is in a way to start kind of putting in, you know, your mind, uh, in my own mind, and preparing in that process of returning. And even if you don't return, in the process of just living, it's pretty cool to kind of just reflect back and look back in all of the ways you've changed. This theme will be discussed with other friends that I have on the podcast and the conversations that we have, and also just like this, me talking with you. So in all, I've had three transformative travel experiences, if you will. My first is Bali, which I have not talked about yet. That will be a a future episode. The one that I'm currently loving, which is Barcelona, and probably the most impactful one up until this point in my life is the one that I will be discussing on this episode today, which is my time in Chile. I went to Chile in 2019 when I was 26 years old. I was there for a total of one year and a half, not consecutively. There was some time in between, like I mentioned, there was a pandemic and it was one of the most transformative experiences. There was definitely, it's one of those like kind of little points on a timeline that was, uh, that marks almost a before and an after. There was like my 20s and you have my 20s before that period and then you have my 20s after that period. So it was a very crucial a period in my life. And that's the one I will be discussing here today. Um, so before we get into that, this episode comes with a downloadable question guide. And all the questions that I asked myself in this episode, you can, with the link that's in the description of the episode, you can download the questions and you can use them however you like. They can be questions that spark a conversation with maybe you and your friend. It could be used as journal prompts, or if you would like to share your answers to these questions on social media make sure to tag me because I would really love to read 
your reflections and your answers to these questions that we are going to be exploring today. So if you would like that, you can download that um, and the link will be in the description. And so before we get into the reflective part of the episode, I wanted to say that although these questions and this idea is based on living abroad experiences, I think this is something that anyone who's had a travel experience that truly has changed them and they could use the same questions. Whether that is a solo travel experience, the first time they traveled abroad, the first time someone's ever been on a plane, it could be used for any of those types of experiences. It's just because I share and talk about navigating life abroad and those are the experiences that have transformed me. That is how I'm choosing to use these questions. So now we are going to get into the episode. And as we are exploring these questions through my reflections, I invite you to think of your own living abroad experience, whether it was a past one or one that you are currently living, or maybe any travel experience that really changed you as a person. I invite you to reflect on that experience. So let's get into the episode. Who were you before the trip? So before I went to Chile, I was 25 and I was going to be turning 26 there. And I actually think about the person who is at that time, as someone who's actually very similar to a person that I've been and experiencing just a couple of years older, where I felt very unaligned with my life. I was working at a nonprofit and I was sitting at a desk working in human resources and I got the chance to travel to Kenya, travel to Peru for work. But I couldn't help but feel that like this was not what my soul was meant to do in life. And I know that may seem very privileged because I had a job and I had that stability, but I it's really sad because I just kept thinking, I'm not happy here, but the first gen daughter and the oldest, I was like, okay, I have a job, I have stability, I'm working at a nonprofit, which was something I wanted at the time. And then like, it just seemed like a dream job. And the way I got it too was also like a dream job. But then dream jobs and dreams maybe sometimes are hardly ever what they seem. I just, just wanted to be out in the world. I wanted to experience, to travel, to see places. And these little bits of travel that I was getting, like going to Kenya, going to Peru for work, all I kept thinking was, I just want to stay here. I just don't want to go back. I just want to stay and live here. And can I work here, you know? And so I realized that one of my dreams that I've always wanted was to live abroad. And I thought, okay, this is my time. This is my time to, to do it. And I thought about it. And I, I think that person was also someone who was very brave because she was in a period of her life where everybody was like working. All her friends were there, her family, and I love my parents, you know, obviously they wanted me to like have stability and like be okay. And I'm gonna follow my heart and follow my gut and I am going to go live abroad. And she was very brave because even though I found the program for Chile at the time, I still was not accepted at all yet. I had just started applying and I had told my boss in September and I didn't find out for sure until November that I was going. I know, I think I told my boss in August and I didn't find out until November, like for sure. But I told her basically, I'm leaving by the new year um, or the beginning of the new year because I'm gonna go live abroad. And I had nothing for sure. I had no contract, I had no flight ticket. I was just like, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna do it. And I had like this immense amount of faith and I kind of just like took that leap and that jump and just really had faith that that net was going to be there and everything worked out fine. And so I think it was these two things of this person who was really struggling with just wanting more different to get out there and then someone who actually was scared but had the faith and the courage to take certain leaps and trust that it was going to work out and I'm proud of that person. What drew you to this trip, location, or country? 
The dream was always Spain, and I always thought that when I lived abroad, it was going to be Spain. But when the time came to go and teach abroad, the same program that I did teach in Chile, the company also had locations in, in Spain, in Madrid. I um, was like, no, I want to live in South America. I think also a big part of like that whole thing was, I was like, that was a summer where I just really wanted to be really close with my roots. So everything that was like Latin America, I just wanted to fully be consumed by it as much as possible. There was something like yearning inside of me. You just, you need to be in that part of the world. This draw, this like thing of like, this is where you need to go. And it was so natural because I didn't even resist it. Cause I, in my head, I was like, well, Spain. But at the same time, I was like, no, like you're going to South America. I go, I wanted to go to a country that I haven't been. So like that was like one of the requirements and one that I could like find programs that I could teach. And when I searched, Chile was one of the countries that popped up. I didn't really know much about Chile beforehand, but when I saw it was like this thing of like, that's it, that's where I'm going. And it was honestly one of the easiest decisions. So fluid, so natural. I just knew. I don't know how to explain it other than I just knew I had to go there. That's how I ended up in Chile in 2019 and one of the best experiences of my life. Did you have any intention set for your time abroad? Did you have a particular purpose? No. The only thing I think that I had in terms of like intention or about Chile was I never got to study abroad and so I knew that this was my moment in my 20s if this was like the only thing I was going to do in my 20s was living abroad and that was pretty much the intention of it. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular, although a lot of things happened and shook me up a little bit, but there was no particular intention. I will say now though that I am much more intentional about the trips that I take. I do have a particular intention and it's nothing too strenuous, nothing too like um, particular because you want that flexibility in that room for life to surprise you and the trip itself or the move abroad, but I'm much more intentional about it. But when I was in Chile, the first time and the second time, I didn't particularly have an intention. I just, it was kind of honestly, even the second time, it was just like the same thing. Of like, I need to be in, in Chile. Who were you during your time abroad? Living in Chile it was the first time that I really didn't feel so much anxiety. I didn't feel like I had to pretend to be something I was not. I didn't feel the pressure the city. I loved going to work. I loved going to teach English. Of course, I was nervous, obviously. I really, really loved my time there. I felt free during that time. I didn't. I felt independent. I felt like, you know, I was owning my life in a sense. It was the first time that I was like living in my own apartment. I, mean, I had roommates and stuff and I was working abroad. Like I was being like an adult, but in another country. And that felt very powerful in a sense because I was navigating my life, but in a different country that wasn't speaking my native language. And there was a lot of hiccups and obstacles and it wasn't easy for sure. There were definitely a time that I was very lonely and I felt very lonely, but I was very open during that time. I felt like I was very open to like everything, to experiences. I remember my mom, my family be like, what if you fall in love in there? And I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. And then there was an opportunity and I was very open to it. And I fell in love when I was there and I just felt very free, if that makes sense. Especially like in the beginning, middle part of it, I just felt very free and very open to life. Loved the Ashley that was there during that time. She was not perfect. 
she still had a lot of stuff that she was figuring out. A lot of things were changing around that time. I didn't realize a lot of the changes that were happening during that time. Goals and life and priorities and things like that. I really love like that person who was there during that time. Even with like the loneliness and some days were very hard, but she was much more aligned. They were much more in tuned with herself, much more open. She, she was great, the, the Ashley, during that period of time. She changed a lot. She became more confident to a certain extent, 100%, but a little bit more confident. She trusted herself a lot more. Um, and she was also very proud, I think, without really realizing it. Yeah. Is there anything you would have done differently? Yes and no. There was a period towards the end that I wanted to stay. But I think in my own head, I had this idea of like not staying because I was like, I want to go and continue to travel and see the world and chase like the next thing, you know, like, all right, what is the next thing? There's a big part of me that really wanted to stay and kind of live out that life. There's like this TikTok that says like, I think about all the versions of me that didn't get to live, you know, in a sense, it's like the girl who could have gotten the job here or the one who could have lived here or lived abroad here. I think about sometimes, you know, the Ashley, that version of me who, if she stayed, the first time specifically, you know, what that life would have been like. I don't want to say I would have done anything differently, but I think that point, I what happened is I, I listened too much to people and they didn't do it maliciously and they didn't do it out of, um, maybe it was a, a self-preservation or maybe it was a combo of just what they only knew. But I, I listened too much of other people's idea of if I stayed what that meant and even my own like ideas of if I stayed what that meant and actually ends up making the decision to stay a little bit later but things were happening but then the pandemic happened and we all you know know what happened then but I would have blocked out the noise a little bit of what other people were telling me in a sense and I would have sat down more and thought and, and thought to myself or think just what is it that I want what I need I think that would be the only thing that would be different but at the same time, I'm also a believer that things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And I think in retrospect, in hindsight, it happened the way it's supposed to because if it didn't, then I wouldn't have gone home and then I wouldn't have felt lost and then I wouldn't have met Danny and then started YouTube and then gone back and done these wonderful videos about Chile and then would have met the people that I've met here. I think the biggest thing for Barcelona has been like the, just the special, special people that are in my heart and also things about myself and a, and a self-love journey and a journey about like just accepting, you know, myself a lot more. Would it have happened? Maybe if I would have stayed or maybe it would have happened. Maybe it would have taken longer. I don't know. So who's to say? That's like the thing I, I would say I would do differently. But at the same time, I don't know if I would because maybe it's, it was all supposed to happen the way it was supposed to happen. How has the way you traveled changed? So I think before going to Chile, I had this idea of like being a backpacker and I thought that was my travel style. <laughs> Staying in places for a short period of times and covering a lot of, of cities or places in a really short amount of time was like a way to go and I thought that was like my style of travel. And I realized in Chile that that actually isn't my style of course times but like that is not my main way of travel personally I realized that I like slow travel or the idea is slow travel I prefer to live abroad and then being able to travel there and then kind of coming back to like a home base um, and getting to know a place that way you can't live abroad in every single place but just being in one place and kind of immersing yourself or having closest to full immersion as possible is personally my favorite way of, of traveling and going to places even if it's for a short period of time but doing less in a, a particular place is my preferable way to travel and so definitely it changed there I realized that I am much more of a slow travel 
type of person and that's what I like and if I put myself in a position to do something like a backpacking trip or something like that I will exhaust myself and my basically my tank will be on empty before you know it and um, it will take me like a lot to get kind of back to feeling good so yeah it definitely has changed since then what was the hardest part of the experience and what did it teach you I think the hardest part about loneliness everybody like knows the culture shock graph you're like the honeymoon phase and all that stuff well that period when you're kind of going down in the bottom the loneliness felt very amplified and I was feeling like I didn't have friends I wasn't connecting with really my co-workers perhaps and it just felt a little lonely and I think that was probably the hardest hardest part was just dealing with that loneliness because it wasn't a loneliness of like you're with your friends in a place that you're familiar with. It was you're in a different country. Your support system is back home. You're <laughs> speaking Spanish to communicate day-to-day -day life. And so for me, the hardest part was that I just felt lonely for a period of time. And, and yeah, that was definitely the hardest part. It was a reminder that learning to be with yourself and with your own thoughts is super, super important because now I'm on a solo trip and I love it and I love traveling alone and being alone and even when I am now in Barcelona, I crave like that time and space to be on my own, something that I didn't crave so much when I was in Chile. And so that definitely was, um, I think, one of the hardest, hardest things during that period of time. Who were you after the trip? I think like a different person, honestly. I think my essence of like who I am as a person for sure is the same. But it, it changed everything. I didn't realize it after the first time. And I didn't realize it after the second time. It took a little, well, after the second time, yes, it took a, a little bit long to kind of realize like that whole period of time, like what that meant. I, yeah, it changed my priorities. It changed how I saw my life. It changed what I wanted for my life. Um, every belief system, if you will, that I had created for myself up until that point was just taken and like flipped upside down. I was someone who was like never really keen on wanting quote unquote a home base. I I thought the idea of like staying in one place was horrible and like the worst thing in the world and that meant stability and that you're settling and all of these things. Very childish of me. And Chile was the first place that I ever was like devastated to leave and that I cried when I went back. And I probably will cry honestly again when I go back. It was like this like like feeling of why am I leaving a place that I love and like I didn't understand that feeling at the time but it changed everything priorities I started to think about life a little bit differently the rhythm of my life what I value in life what I want in life you know I think you asked me before or even like during that time I was someone who's like I want to travel to as many places as I possibly can I want to hit the 30 by 30 I want to live in every continent if that's possible probably not like at least the majority of the continents and I'll figure out any way and then all of a sudden I was like that is exhausting I had no desire to travel as much even in a way the feeling of travel had almost left of like wanting and liking that was like so foreign to me and that was very scary because if I don't like to travel and it's like who am I you know my identity had been built around that to a certain extent and so for me person after was someone completely different I had no longer the same goals and dreams that I once had I wanted a home base which was something I never thought I wanted until I was like 35 like that was the age in my head that I thought I will settle when I'm 35 and I'll like settle in the country and in a city that I love and, and I thought that was Spain and here we are at the age of 29 ready to settle like in a home base to have a home base and have a community around me and 
and still travel, but having that like aspect of living abroad still because it's not New York, but having a home base. Yeah, that was like one of the biggest things for me after that was I was someone who craved and wanted now a home, a space, a pet. <laughs> I really want a cat and a dog. Like I wanted those things, but I was like, 35, if you will. Those are things that I started wanting, like wanting a home base and having a, a cat and a pet and adopting my little animal babies one day were things that I started wanting more than, let's say, moving to Spain or traveling to Vietnam. And I know that sounds crazy because I was someone who's like, asked to that, um, flight to Vietnam, let's go. Mind you, I still want to go to Vietnam <laughs> and all of those things. And I am living in Spain. But it was um, all of a sudden on the list of priorities, certain things started taking uh, the number one or the top spot and other things not so much. And so that was a different change. And I didn't know how to handle that change for a minute. I was a little taken aback at first. But yeah, I, I changed completely after that trip. Priorities, dreams, goals. I also think on a personal level. Um, the person who was during that trip and even before wasn't very kind to herself. Self-love and all of that stuff. I really didn't uh, practice any, didn't do that whatsoever during that time. I didn't know how to, but the person now understood the importance of, of that, of being okay with myself. Boundaries and limits are important. Saying no to things equally as important. Routine is not, you know, conformity or conform routine can be a way of freedom in a sense what was the most important lesson you learned about yourself during the trip or time abroad that you are your best travel partner partner in life yeah and that if this relationship with yourself isn't good it doesn't matter where you go it doesn't matter how far away you go or how long you're away it doesn't matter if this isn't good nothing else will be will be good and that life will give you the people that you need in the time and place that you are in more than anything you are your best travel partner your best partner in this life and if you don't know how to be with yourself life can get really lonely and traveling can get really lonely and living abroad can get really lonely if you're not good with a travel partner that you're stuck for the rest of your life with so do you have any plans on returning? 100% hands down and I can't wait to go back and I look forward to the day that I can finally head back to a place that I consider home. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. Ciao!